Welcome to Travelers on Fire, an adventure travel podcast that will provide you inspiring travel stories from experts around the world and helps you getting ready for your next adventure. I'm your host, Nadim Reza, and I hope you enjoyed the show. This is an episode where we are going to talk about how to save money when you are not traveling by your own transport. We will talk about how to save money when you do travel by your own transport in another episode. All right, let's begin. So, in terms of choosing flights, well, we have to admit that Hannah and myself, we travel a lot by our own transport, so therefore we're not experts in finding the cheapest flights, but we can definitely share some advice where to pay attention to. So, first, to start where to look for flights, we always like to use sites as Skyscanner and Google Flights to compare the different airlines and to see the different prices. We notice for international flights that it's often better to book a few months in advance, whereas for regional flights, only a few weeks in advance is fine to get the cheapest flights. So then when we compare the flights on the websites as Skyscanner and Google Flights, we like to just book the flights directly through the airline website and not by other third parties or travel agencies, because we figured that if you just book the flight directly to the airline website, it's a lot cheaper instead of to booking it to the travel agency. Also, we like to avoid booking flights for in the weekends because we feel that Tuesdays and Thursdays, especially for regional flights, are the cheapest days to fly on. So definitely remember those. Also, very important to pay attention to is that in some countries, when you enter, the customs or the airline asks a proof of onward travel in terms of a flight ticket. So that basically means that when you enter the country, you have to show them exactly when you will also leave the country. However... This can be quite challenging because sometimes you enter a country and you just don't really know when you're leaving. So therefore we have a trick. So first you have to figure out beforehand if the country you're going to visit is requiring a proof of onward travel while you enter the country. So when you figure this out, we realize that in America, quite some countries in like South America, Southeast Asia, Africa, they require this. So definitely do your research beforehand. What we then did is that we found a reliable website where you can rent a real flight ticket for a certain amount of time through a real-life travel agency. So what they basically do is that they purchase a real flight ticket for you and then you only pay them like 10 to 20 bucks. And this rented ticket is only for a limited amount of time available and then the travel agency will cancel the ticket later when you've showed it to the airline or to the customs. So before you board the flight, you have to purchase this rental ticket or also before you're going to apply for a visa whatsoever. And when you get the real reservation that you can show them to them, they will cancel it afterwards. I know this might sound too good to be true, but we used the service several times and we will definitely put the websites that we used in the show notes because we can 100% recommend this trick and it will save you a lot of money else you have to buy like a real flight ticket. You have to like deal with your reservation and so on. And it's just a lot of hassle. So, yeah, this is a great piece of advice when you need a proof of onward travel. So, that was it about booking flights. However, we know that in the States, there are also quite some credit card companies that will offer that you save for a certain amount of points and then you can return those points for free flights. 
well, we live in Europe and realized that we did not fly enough internationally to save up for those points, so we never made use of them. We just always looked for the cheapest flights. So, now we would like to share some tips when you have to take a taxi. It's good to know that we like to avoid taxis as much as possible because we realize that these small distances in the taxis often sum up and are quite expensive. So, therefore, if it's just a few kilometers, we like to either walk, hitchhike, or take public transport. But sometimes we have to take a taxi, so then we notice several things to pay attention to because it can happen that the taxi driver will charge you more because you are a traveler. Well, fortunately, these days, there are many applications like Uber, Lyft, Grabber, where you can easily book a taxi ride on your phone and check the route and the price. However, not all applications work everywhere, so do your research before you go somewhere to see which taxi application is possible on your phone. Then also look if you need a car taxi, because especially in Asian countries, you can also just take a tuk-tuk or a scooter or moped, which is often much faster and also cheaper. And when you're alone or just with one travel partner, it's always better to share a taxi ride with others. So look wherever you are to other travelers and ask them if they maybe go to the same spot, because most hostels are often in the same area. And we realize that, of course, it's much cheaper to share a taxi and that the taxi driver also doesn't really find it a problem to drop you first off at one hostel and then at the other. What we also like to do is, especially in developing countries where there's no taxi meter, then we always look beforehand online or in travel guides to check the price more or less from the airport to the city or just to know a bit the price in advance. Then when we enter the taxi, we always ask the price beforehand and we perhaps also try to bargain about the price because it's often possible to bargain and to get the price a bit down. Since you're sometimes forced to take quite some taxi rides, really try to bargain as much as possible because it will save you a lot of money. Because yeah, when the taxi driver sees you a traveler, what we said already, it can happen that they will charge you a lot more than he should. Uh, And it can happen that you just don't know the price beforehand or you can't find it in travel guide, then just really try to ask the locals. For example, at the information desk at the airport or in your hostel. However, in quite some countries, you cannot discuss or bargain about the price. Therefore, they will charge you according to the taxi meter. Important here is that you know more or less the route that the taxi driver is going to take because it can happen that they will take a bigger route and therefore charge you more. So what you then always have to do is to download the map in advance So you can more or less check on Google Maps or whatever map you're using, which route you have to take. What we always do is use the application maps.me because with very little data, you can download a very detailed map of basically any country you're going. So then we always look on maps.me, which route we have to take. And then we know that the taxi will hopefully take the same route. So that's it about taxis. What about buses and other forms of public transport? Well, we feel that it's always cheaper to book your bus or train ticket at the main public station because often hostels and travel agencies, they're also offering public transport tickets, but they're often more expensive. Also, do these travel agencies often offer complete journeys with private buses, which is very nice if you want to meet other travelers. However, we can definitely recommend to travel with public transport because to travel amongst the locals is just a great cultural experience and they ride you won't forget soon. Even though in some countries, to take the public transport and to travel amongst the locals can take a bit longer, but we feel it's definitely worth it because it's just great to see how the locals travel. And we believe travel is all about 
interesting experiences, so definitely take the public transport if you have the chance. And, of course, you can also try to hitchhike, which might be a bit scary in the beginning, but when you've done it a couple times, you become more comfortable to hitch a ride from a stranger. And you might not believe it, but some people, some crazy travelers, even hitched hike around the world. So, yeah, definitely do that if you have the chance, because, yeah, then also you travel amongst the locals, which is a unique experience. Good to know is that in certain countries in Africa, when you hitch a ride, it's common that you pay the driver a little bit. Also important to know is that in Europe, there are many low-budget airlines where it's often cheaper to fly to certain areas instead of taking the bus or train. Of course, we are aware that flying is the worst travel option for the environment. So if you have the time and chance, we will always recommend to travel by bicycle or hitchhike. But yeah, we understand that if you have limited amount of time and you have to cover a great distance, then flying is just the most convenient. However, if you don't know your travel schedule in advance, we can also recommend taking the Flixbus because the Flixbus travels through many places at many different times throughout Europe and also other continents in the world. It's very cheap, a lot cheaper than the train. And good to know is that you also very often can easily take your bicycle in the bus as well. Then there's also BlaBlaCar, an online platform for sharing car rides. So when someone is planning to go from A to B with his or her own transport, they can put their ride online on the website of BlaBlaCar and you can ask them to join their ride for a certain price. And the nice thing about BlaBlaCar is that you can leave a review of the driver and you can also read other reviews of the driver and the rides they offered. So therefore you know a little bit what to expect. And also when you request a ride, you can in advance also mention if you would either like to talk a lot during the ride or perhaps also prefer silence and that you have to study or whatever. So you really can yeah, select your preferences in advance and mention them to each other so you really mostly know what you're up to. We really like this option of blah blah car because we realize that mostly 90% of the cars that you find on the road, only there's one person driving in the car, while there's place for at least three others. So it's much better for the environment to share car rides. And this option is also quite cheap and can be very handy if there's no other transport available or just too expensive. So that were quite some tips how to save money when you do not have your own transport. But I have to admit that although I had a lot of great experiences while I was hitchhiking, taking shared rides or the local public transport, I still prefer to travel by my own form of transport. Because then I can literally go anywhere at any time that I prefer. So actually that means true freedom in my opinion. However, interesting to know is that Hannah does not agree with this because... Having your own form of transport for her also means a lot of hassle in terms of maintenance and can also result into unexpected costs, which means a lot of worries in her opinion. That is actually taking the freedom from her while she's traveling. So therefore, the only form of transport that Hannah owns so far is a bicycle, which is relatively cheap and easy to maintain without too many worries. Quite a big contrast with myself since I bought several motorbikes, bicycles, and I'm now living in a van and might even consider saving for a sailboat soon. But more about this and how to wisely choose your own form of transport, we will cover in another episode. So yeah, thank you for listening, and we will hope to find you in another episode of Travelers on Fire. Uh-huh.